You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, trades, trades, and more trades. Stay tuned. Season 4, episode 41 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Wednesday evening? I am just fantabulous. Feeling feeling nice and rested overall today. You know, I, I think I've yawned for so long in my life, though, like just for so many years so consistently that I can't help but yawn even when I'm wide awake. But like this almost I've been, been awake in quite a while. So it, it feels good, even though I still yawn every like six minutes. But other than that, how are you doing, Mike? Uh, do you mean other than being drunk and having German music just rotating in my head nonstop? On a May concert, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. And I didn't know. You probably knew this. Everyone probably knew this except for me. It's just the three members' last names is the band name. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think many people know. I, I mentioned it to, to Jado once, and, and I don't think he knew when I said it. Like, there, there's, I'm, I'm not sure how many people know. Maybe, like native germans do but like anybody that knows them over here i don't know how much they know yeah just learned that today and been jamming to them the past two days because uh, i don't know if i've mentioned it on the podcast but i think i have mentioned it to you before chase when we're at work it's a little bit slow we do a music quiz and it's not even necessarily a quiz but basically you'll get a prompt and then you have to submit two songs that align with the prompt so the one we had yesterday which got me on this german music kick was music that is sung in a foreign language to you. And yes, I did take two years of German, but uh, if you've listened to the podcast in the past four or five years, you know, German names I am nowhere close to. So I counted it as being foreign to me. Yeah, uh, you know, fair enough. It's slightly cheating, but still fair enough, I guess. Well, Chase, I am happy that you feel rested today. Uh, I'm actually kind of tired because it was a long day. We ended up going to Top Golf after work. It was a great time. I got uh, 
two tequila drinks, a beer, and a tequila shot for free, thanks to the boss. So appreciate him. But uh, I am ready to get into the Bulls broadcast. It's currently 9.11 p.m. on the Eastern Standard Time. And today, we're going to be talking a lot of trades. I'm excited. All right, Chase. First up, I wanted to talk about some potential trade candidates for the Tampa Bay Lightning. As this is the Bolts broadcast, we are going to be doing our typical game review, game preview, talk about wait, some trades. Wait, 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 wait. This is the Bolts broadcast? Yeah, I did. You didn't know that? I thought this was I thought this was the Broads Boltcast. No, no, not the Broads Boltcast. Whatever I, that, that that may be, but that, 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 that's on, that's on me. My bad. My bad. I, I got I got my days mixed up. Yeah, Bolts broadcast, and then uh, we're not professionals. Our football show, we do that. Those release on Mondays or Tuesdays. We have a quarterback rankings, by the way, for the upcoming draft. If you haven't seen that yet, make sure to head over and check it out. We're not professionals is the show, but Chase, like I was mentioning, as it is the Bolts broadcast, little game review, game preview for Tampa, talking about some trades from around the league after the commercial break. But before we hop into all of that, let's talk about some trade candidates that the Bolts might be targeting. Uh, there's been names that we've talked about before, such as Luke Shen, and then there's some other names that could be intriguing for the Bolts. Yeah, so SB Nation, they highlight a couple, or quite a few, and there's a couple I want to highlight, I should say. Um, so they, they gave a list of you. I'll read them all off, and then I'll talk about the ones that I've got more interest in. So... They start off Ivan Barbashev and then Gustav Nyquist, Sam Lafferty, Luke Shen, Nick Sealer, uh, sorry, Justin Braun, Dmitry Kulikov, Jesse Pugliarvi, Tyler Bertuzzi. So of those names, you know, there's a couple that I favor. I think it would be good if we can get Luke Shen. He'd provide good depth. He's already been in the organization, so it'd be nice and easy. But from there, I'd love to add Ivan Barbashev if the price is right. He is a capable you know, two-way player. He provides some good offense. He'd kind of fill that, you know, that Yanni Gord type of level, like that, that you know, that that third-line player who just does the right things. And like it just would, would he would be a great, great fit for what this team does because it's, you know, not a direct replacement, but it kind of fills the gap pretty well. What the uh, what we have to give up, I'm not sure. I'm guessing it would be like a second-round pick or so, maybe a little more. If that's the price, I'm okay with it. Um, giving that up for a cup run is not a big deal. Um, and as I mentioned, Luke Shen, I think you'd get him for a cheaper price, maybe a third or a fourth. Again, for Cup Run, I'm not against it. And the other name that I would really like to mention would be Jesse Pugliarvi. He's going to be coming up for um, you know a contract extension this year, or he's been running up, I should say, running out of his contract. He's going to be an RFA. He hasn't really worked out in Edmonton. I think you might be able to get him for a relatively fair value. Is he going to work out in Tampa? I don't know. Is he going to be a superstar? Highly unlikely, but can he be a very capable, interchangeable middle six winger? I think so. I, I think he can still showcase that he has some ability and that he, um, you know, it, it's not just the end of the road for him. So those would be names that I would really like outside of like Patrick Kane, which is a little bit unreasonable, but I guess technically possible. Yeah. And we've talked about Shen before on how he's a possibility. And then you and I privately, not necessarily on the podcast, talked about Barbashev and his probability of becoming a Tampa Bay Lightning as well. Um, Jesse Pugliarvi, I think that's one of those guys that a lot of teams are looking at, hoping to buy low and maybe help him reach his ceiling potential. Um, not sure he's ever going to live up to the expectations that he had coming into the league, but 
could he improve on another team? I think so. Um, curious to see what your thoughts might be on Tyler Bertuzzi, because as someone who lives in Detroit, you have a lot of exposure to Bertuzzi himself. Last year had a phenomenal year, 30 goals, 32 assists, and 68 games. Off to a slow start this year, eight points, only 22 games, hasn't been able to stay in the lineup. Do we think that there could be a potential where Bertuzzi might be a little bit cheaper than what he may have been last year and could really be a good piece for the Tampa Bay Lightning? I really don't know. Um, I'm. I think if you like trade for him, they're still going to want like a first type of you know a first like round pick type of like deal in return. And I'm not really willing to do that because I don't know if he's willing to take a low enough contract to keep him around without you know doing some cap maneuvering. And I'd rather just kind of keep the guys we have in. I'd rather keep the second round pick at that point or first round pick, excuse me. And if you can get on someone that's got a couple of years left in their contract instead, that's where I'd rather spend it. So I would. Opt no if you could get him for cheap and resign him for cheap, then sure that'd be great. But I just don't think that's the reality. So looking at a uh, a tweet about Tyler Bertuzzi specifically with the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, someone said the Lightning could potentially send Nemesnikov, Calfoot plus draft picks to Detroit for Bertuzzi. Didn't specif- specify, excuse me, uh, what picks, but seeing that price, what do you think? It depends on the picks, I guess. Like if you're giving up like a third or something, great. If you're giving up a first, no, not worth it to me. What if it's seven thirds and four firsts? I, I, you know what? I'd have to think about that one. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, I, I thought I thought, I thought I'd lay that one off to you and see what you did with it. But uh, okay, cool. Yeah. I, that, that, those trades don't even happen in freaking junior hockey. And you see 11 picks get traded in junior hockey. And they don't even do that. You see like a bunch of conditional eighth round picks and junk. I mean, what was the trade we just talked about? Maybe two, three weeks ago that involved. It wasn't Shane, Wright. It was the defenseman. It was Dylan Gunther. It was the Dylan Gunther trade. I thought, Oh, okay. That might've been it too. I thought it was the defenseman was, from Saginaw. No, the Minchikov one, they don't, you can't trade first round picks to the OHL. So, ah. um, he yeah, that's why I got a lot of picks because you can't trade firsts. But in the dub, you trade first. So it was like Dylan Gunther got like three firsts, three seconds, and then a bunch of conditional third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenths, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenths, and fifteenths. Um, yes, goes up to fifteen rounds. So they got a bunch of highway six high ones and a bunch of random conditional ones. Um, and very like it was a lot to give up, but at the same time, they have the best roster in all of like junior hockey at this point. May, may, maybe maybe Quebec is good enough to to beat them out there. Like the ramparts are pretty damn good too, but. Um, like it, they're they're gonna be so good out there. I I, I don't I don't see how they come out of the dump. Just they don't ridiculous. Come out of the dump. Um, I said just ridiculous, but I do have a question for you, Chase. When we're looking at the trades that have taken place so far, do we see? And we're gonna be talking about some Kane trade talk and where Patrick Kane currently sits. But do we see this year as a prediction from you? Do we see? a trade that has more trade capital happening in the upcoming, you know, days, weeks leading up to the trade deadline than we have already this year. Cause we've seen some big trades this year. Do Mike, we see one big Mike? I'm, I'm, I'm cutting you off real quick. Um, it's a good thing I'm using data. Cause like I lost power 15 seconds ago. So I have no idea what I'm saying. You have no idea what I'm saying. I'm sitting in pitch black right now. I pulled my phone flash it out. Cause we lost power. Oh, Okay, is is it the ice storm? I'm guessing so. Um, so 
let me do this. I'm gonna, just give me one quick second. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the show. I'll take it over. So Bolts broadcast fans, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking one, one second. I, I wasn't talking to you. I'm thinking Bolts broadcast fans. We are absolutely 100% going to have a bigger trade than this. Uh, bigger trade than we have thus far. Obviously, we've talked about some big trades, including the Vladimir Tarasenko trade, but I personally think that there's a great chance we see the likes of Timo Meyer, Eric Carlson. Uh, I, I can't say for sure about Patty Kane. I'd love to see him move on, but I'm not really sure that I can say that. But I think... Timo Meyer or Eric Carlson can bring in a bigger haul than what we've seen up to this point. I've been seeing some trade talk with the New Jersey Devils and the San Jose Sharks. A lot of Sharks fans, a lot of Devils fans out there talking potential trades. What could we see happen? I saw something crazy like Simone Namich, Alexander Holtz, a first, a second, and I think there was one other prospect going to the San Jose Sharks for uh, Timo Meyer. that is. I also saw Simone Namich going over to Vancouver for Brock Besser. Um, I I don't know why. I, I don't know if it's Vancouver fans and San Jose fans making these mock trades or if it's New Jersey fans. But regardless, we're seeing a lot of Simone Namich moving, and I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, the guy hasn't even been in the NHL lineup yet. The guy is very freshly drafted, so I don't see a Simone Namich move, but... I'm sure we can talk to Chase when he gets back about that. I, I'm I'm here, by the way, if you oh. hear me. Oh, okay. Hello. Welcome back. So it, it's just an absolute nightmare right now. The power keep like, it's like, you know, like floodlights when they like flash sometimes and like, you know, if like there's a, like a power outer somewhere in public, mm-hmm. it's like, that's basically going on my house. Power will start like stroking out for a second. Then it just goes out again. So I don't know what the hell's going on. I've been trying to listen to you as I've been trying to figure shit out here trying to fix my setup unplugging stuff that i don't want like when the power comes on to have like a power surge and fry like my xbox was on um <laughs> so like it's 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 just an absolute train wreck over here right now but i i heard simo namich in trade that's basically what i heard yeah um no yeah, yeah so i was basically saying i'm not sure who is coming up with these trades i don't know if it's the devil's fans or if it's san jose fans vancouver fans but i've been seeing a lot of simo namich moved for Timo Meyer, for Brock Besser, you said no. I was very adamant as well that as a as recent of a draft pick he is, I don't see a shot where New Jersey's ready to part ways unless they're getting, you know, a, a guaranteed Stanley Cup. If if they trade Simo Namich, like even if they get a guaranteed cup, I I I, I guess you pay the price whatever it takes to get a cup. But he's so good, and I think he's going to be a great NHL defensive. Like, that's so tough to give up unless you're getting, like, if, if you're guaranteeing yourself a cup, I guess fine. But if it's even only, like, a 95% chance, I think I still hold on to see what name is there. Okay. Um, Chase, are are you, like, okay to continue through the episode, or we can go to a commercial break early? What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I'm sitting here on data on my tablet. Okay. Um, I apologize any other weird noises or talking you might have heard in the back background because like, i had my my parents come up and be like what the hell um you know so like i apologize for whatever might be going on here but i'm on my data on my tablet i've got enough battery so we're we're good to go i gotta say this is the, this is the best flipping podcast we've ever done in our lives <laughs> Dude, this is just a, a nightmare i was i'm so confused because in case anybody doesn't know right now through the midwest there's a giant ice storm i don't know what it's like down in indiana but currently up here in michigan um we're starting to get it pretty bad 
and there's been reports of down power lines around and stuff. So I'm guessing that's what happened out in this area. Um, so that's pretty shitty if that's the case. Um, I don't know if this is going back on anytime soon. I'm going to have to sleep in this house that doesn't have any temperature control. So it's either going to be really cold or really hot. I'm not sure. My phone's sitting at 19%. So I don't know what I'm going to do there. So it's just, it's just a, a circus right now. Well, you said you didn't really know what was happening down in Indy. I'll let you know. Uh, it was 71 today. Shut the hell up. I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> it was so nice. I loved it. Yeah, no, we're done. Move on. We're, do I don't want to hear about brought that up the shorts. <laughs> I Stop. I, I'm, I'm sick of you. I'm tired of you. <laughs> All right. Let's head over to a little game review, game preview. We had one game to look back on, and it was an absolute thumping as the Tampa Bay Lightning took this one 6-1. to one. Yeah, I... Fuck! Oh my god! Come on! My phone is just—I'm being a pain in the ass, dude. You know what? I—it's I, okay. Or you know what, Mike? I—I I I think I just give up on 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 everything right now. <laughs> you want me to? I, want me to take? I, no, I—I I got the app open. We're we're good. I was okay. trying to, to text with family to see what's going on, and then who needs like, family? I had too many. Uh, who needs family? Yeah, who needs it? That's that's a good point. Um, so I was trying to figure, like, yeah, who else is down with power? And then I tried to get back to my NHL app as we were talking so I could just talk some stats. And then it just freaked out, and it was nine apps back, and I couldn't get there. I actually swiped it away. But we're open now. We're good. We're rolling. But as you did mention, it was a thumper of a win. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks are horrible. We nearly doubled them in shots. And I really – you shouldn't expect it much, much less because they really are just a team that's that's struggling this year. They're doing their best to get Connor Bedard, and it would be fun to see Connor Bedard in a duck sweater if they do a jersey rebrand because I hate their jerseys. Um, so if they could do a rebrand, that that would be fun. Lucas Dostal got kind of kind of peppered with shots there. Not much defensive help in front of him either, but Tampa looked great at least. Um, hopefully, we can kind of keep this momentum rolling. We we got a couple you know big games coming up to really help try to solidify our playoff spots, especially with a couple teams that are battling for those kind of playoff spots right now. Um, so hopefully we can just take this momentum and roll with it. Yeah, we got three games coming up to look at. We'll start off Thursday, February twenty third, Tampa versus Buffalo. Buffalo has been a much better team than I think most people have expected. I really think it's those uh, reverse retro jerseys, bringing back the old GOAT logo is the way to go, and Rasmus Dahlin talked about how he feels evil in them, which uh, I, I think I think that's a cool mentality to have as, a, as an athlete. You know, you want to be that guy. You want to be um, the guy that ruins the party for a lot of people, and that's what Buffalo is trying to do here. They're trying to to ruin Tampa's party. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, you know, they're trying to be a little selfish here, but guess who is going to come out on top? That's right. Your Tampa Bay lightning as we're going to absolutely mollywop the Buffalo Sabres, 149 to nothing. <laughs> 149 to nothing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, no, no. In all actuality, it'll be a fun game. I, I love, I love watching the Sabres play. Um, I know that we're, we're we're on we're the home team, but maybe they whip out those black jerseys. That'd, that'd be cool because I do love those jerseys. Um, but I, I'm just looking forward to watch watching Tage Thompson play. RSS Dolly put out a show. The two of my favorite players in the league, but still expecting a nice Tampa Bay win. Absolutely. Then we go on a bit of a road trip. We've got a back to back Saturday. We head to Detroit. Sunday head over to Pittsburgh. Both of these teams. Um, Sitting around the same record, which is a positive for Detroit when you compare it to where they were last year, but 
the Penguins really not performing to their expectations. No, they're not. Um, but I do want to mention I am going to this Detroit game on Saturday, so I'm super excited to see our Bolts in action. Should be a fun, you know, fun action pack matchup with my two favorite teams. Um, ho- hopefully the Bolts can come out on top here and solidify that playoff spot more. But yeah, the Penguins have definitely been, um, you know, underwhelming a bit. But they're not like they're a terrible hockey team. Like they've still got plenty of talent, but they've definitely been um, a bit underwhelming compared to expectations. I still think that they're going to roll a little bit and get into a playoff spot because you got Sidney Crosby, you got Evgeny Malkin, you got Jake Ensel, you got Chris Letang. You know, you have a solid duo of goaltenders. So I think they'll be all right in the long run. But in terms of the games this weekend, it's not going to be an easy battle. Detroit, they've been playing well recently. They're going to put up a good fight. Philly Huso can always steal a game. Uh, More Siders, that dude. So. You're going to have to make sure to stay sharp um, and not take anything lightly. And then you got a back-to-back there with Pittsburgh. So hopefully they don't burn too much energy. Hopefully we don't get, you know, uh, overtime game. I mean, for the fans' sake, for me, hopefully get an overtime game because, like, I, I want to see more free hockey. But for the Bolts, hopefully they can stay nice and rested, carry her over uh, to Pittsburgh on Sunday and keep it rolling. It's going to be a fun stretch of hockey games here with some conference rivals. And, Chase, I do believe – Please let me know if I'm wrong, but I do believe the last game you went to between the Red Wings and the Tampa Bay Lightning, it was the game where I think the Red Wings were up like 5-1 to one or something, and the game ended in like a 7-6 fashion with the Bolts taking it. Something crazy like that, wasn't it? Yeah, so so the exact run now was, I don't remember how like what it was by period actually, but it was 6-3 with like 10 minutes left in the third period. Detroit was up, Tampa won in overtime. That was, that was an exciting game. I, you know, it Whoever, like I could, you know, my team could go 0-82. Maybe I'd still be annoyed. But as a fan, if I went to a game and I went to 82 games and saw that every time, yeah, it, it would it would suck that they don't win, but at least it'd be entertaining all the time because that, that was a fun hockey game, man. Yeah, I, I remember you telling me it's one of your favorite hockey games of all time. Hopefully this Saturday we can one-up that with a great performance from both teams as long as Tampa takes it on top all right well that's going to do it for the first half we are going to go to a quick commercial break but on the other side of the commercial break going to be talking some trades from around the league nba fans it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with the DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba this week new customers can bet five dollars and win two hundred dollars in free bets instantly plus for a limited time All new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. I'm going for the same-game parlay of ball so hard. LaMelo Ball, 20-plus points, 6-plus rebounds, 7-plus assists, 4-plus made threes in today's game against the Miami Heat. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day. 
like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. I'm trying to be healthier with a daily walk during my lunch break. The best part about it? Using my Raycon earbuds so I can get away from the work scene and just hop into my workout. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycon's start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each, or a pair and a spare, and still pay less than what you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love Raycon as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guaranteed. My favorite part about Raycons are the noise isolation, awareness modes, and their crystal clear call quality. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Chase, I know we usually talk about our DraftKings bets at this point, but I did ask you a question when your power went out, and it involved a bet. So I just want to hop back to this, get a solidified answer from you. I asked at the time, we've had some pretty big trades up to this point. Do you foresee a trade upcoming whether it be before or during the trade deadline, do you foresee a trade that is going to happen that has more capital, trade capital, than we've seen up to this point with already a couple of big trades? Yes, definitely. I, I don't see a world where Tila Myers not traded. Um, and that world, he will, like the world where he does get traded, this one, he will get a hell of a haul. So I, I really think that we're going to see one, if not two, really big trades where we can see a bigger haul. And I think those could be Timo Meyer, maybe Eric Carlson. Um, I, I think those guys are the two prime candidates for that. I'd love to see that. Ch- Chase, we have three trades. I almost said trade, um, but that's not your name. Chase, we have three trades to mention today. Uh, most of them went down as I was swinging some clubs at Top Golf, putting back the drinks. So I'll let you take over this spot. Yes, sir. So starting off, we have... You know, well, I guess we'll start with the Tyler Mott trade. That one happened the longest ago. Um, did I freaking? Oh my gosh! I, th- I I was trying to look up um, the weather conditions, and I freaking did it on my um, on one of my trade pages. Nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm just I'm in one today. Do you, All right. Do you have it? Yeah, I got it okay. pulled up. We're good. So, uh, the first trade was Tyler Mott was sent to the New York Rangers by the Ottawa Senators in exchange for Julian Gauthier in a conditional seventh-round pick. Um, so it'll be the lower of the Rangers, the Winnipeg Jets, um, which – wait, hold on. Which will become – sorry, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about the part. It'll become the lower of the sixth-round pick between Rangers and the Jets if they had pa- they pass advanced the Eastern Conference first round. So it's really not a huge trade. Tyler Mott is a nice depth forward, something to play in your bottom six, provide some energy. Um, so I think it's a solid move for New York. Um, Julie Gauthier is just a prospect. It's not really worked out. 
someone who he might be a fine fourth liner for his career. Um, but like that would really be about it. So fair enough deal. Yeah. And looking at the next trade, you have Nikita Zaitsev going over to Chicago future considerations coming back. Doesn't seem like a huge trade until you see what else Ottawa gave up, including Zaitsev just to get his contract off the books. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting because I don't know what Ottawa's going for now this year, but they gave up a second round pick in 2023 and a fourth round pick in 2026 just to get him off the books. I know he's not worth his price tag and it's a cap that you don't want to hold, but at the same time, you know, I, is it necessary right now? I don't know. It must mean that they're looking to make a move potentially. Maybe we see Eric Carlson back. Maybe they are a surprise uh, winner of the Tio Myers sweepstakes. I don't know, but it just seemed a little random. The, the rumors that I saw on Twitter was that, they were clearing up room for Colton Pareko. Okay. Which not not really sure why. I mean, you know Pareko's got a, a decent cap. Yeah, like, but yeah, he like he has all cap and I like Colton Pareko. I just I don't see why that's like the deal mover for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I mean, giving up a second and a fourth to get rid of Zaitsev to bring in Pareko, who has equally as tough of a contract. I mean, yes, you get more production out of them, but it's not the move that takes you to that next level. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. All right, let's finally talk about the trade that involves Hellman's mayonnaise. Yeah, it does. Will Levis is in absolute shambles right now as Mayo is out the door. But Dyson Mayo is moving over to the VGK in return for Shea Weber. Oh, Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Shea Weber. Sorry. I don't know. Oh, <clears throat> my God, dude. Now now my throat's full of mucus. I'm just, this He's is just an place, absolute folks. train wreck, dude. All over the place. But Tyson Mayo in return for Shea Weber in a fifth round pick. So Shea Weber's obviously not playing anymore. He's just a contract and a cap hit. So I've got no problem with the trade. I think Tyson Mayo's a nice, solid depth defenseman. No one that's like dominant, but you can put him in and not feel too nervous, you know? So I think it's a fair deal. Yeah, not bad. And when you look at the big part of this trade, I think it's the the all-time starting five for the Arizona Coyotes now as starting at left wing, you've got Marion Hosa, center, Pavel Datsuk, right wing, Brett Hall, and then on your defense, you had Chris Pronger and Shea Weber, all guys under the Arizona Coyotes banner. Now, they may have only played five games combined between the, between the five of them, but regardless, that would be the all-time starting five. It, it, it's it's pretty great, really, honestly. It's a hell of a roster, super talented. Um, I can't do My phone better trying to die, but I turn my light off, and it's just pitch black. Um, <laughs> but like, if they actually had those players, like that, that's just what an unreal like like top five players to be in your organization. But five games played from the group. It's just a nightmare. If I start playing creepy music while you're in pitch black, would you like that? I mean, I you just told me that you're happening or that it would be happening, so I, I wouldn't be as nervous. But you know, maybe the way I'm holding my phone, that's kind of caught, like casting a shadow. If I see an extra shadow, maybe I'll be a little nervous at that point. But um, you know, as, as of right now, the creepy music won't do too much. Well, you wouldn't know because I'm going to use the men in back men in black pen. So, oh, oh, okay. So then I'm going to forget that we've recorded the podcast and ask, wait, why are you so late to recording? Yeah, exactly. Um, I I do got to say how bad do the coyotes have to be and how continually bad do they have to be to take on all five 
of these vets, all five of these legends, and yet get no games out of them because, you know, they retired or had injuries where they just could not play anymore and it was a a cap dump anyways. Like, how much pain do Arizona fans have to go through before Gary Bettman goes, you know what, I think this experiment failed. Well, he'll never say it failed, so I guess eternal. Um, you gotta, you really got to hope that they can win the Conor Bedard sweepstakes here because that's the one like shot of adrenaline that this organization needs. In, yeah, if you get Adam Fantilli or Matthew Mishkov, those other players help as well because I think they're both top-end number one players in any organization down the road as well. But it, it really comes down to Conor Bedard with all the hype he has. Like That'll rejuvenate the organization. They'll continue selling out. Um, they'll, they'll get a bunch of, a bunch of merchandise bought. It'll really help the team. But as of right now, they're stuck in, in their eternal shittiness. They, they've just never been able to bring in the right people, the right players, the right staff members. And I just I don't know when that's going to change. It, you're going to need their franchise-altering player to change it. It's not going to be any sort of staff member that's fixing it. Got to feel bad for our friends over in Arizona. Finally, Chase, let's talk about Patrick Kane and some potential trades, some trade talk. Would we see him go during the trade deadline if we – have that possibility, where are some possible landing spots, et cetera? So I, I still believe he's going to be moved. It's just like for what and a who. Apparently the Rangers are still in on it. And um, what I heard was a very kind of out there take. But since he has a full no-move clause, Patrick Kane, that is, maybe he says, I'm going to one team, and it's the New York Rangers. And at that point, Chicago's hands are tied. Like, he only wants to go to the Rangers so he can lose him for nothing in free agency or t- take whatever we can get in a trade. At that point, you might see Patrick Kane go for like a freaking third-round pick, which like that would be tough. I honestly would rather let him walk than get a third-round pick. I don't want to be remembered as the guy that traded Patrick Kane for a third, but I, I think the Rangers are still very in on that, and they're going to be the most likely candidate because I don't know where else he'd want to go. And if that's the case, I'd, the return – it could be anywhere from a first-round pick and a prospect to just a middling NHL player. I, I don't know. I do not want to see Patrick Kane go to the Rangers, regardless of the draft capital that could be potentially coming to Chicago's way. I like I. Either way, the Rangers are going to lose in, in the first round, so it doesn't even matter who they get. Yeah, that's that's why I'd much rather see him go to a more fun team like Buffalo and New Jersey, who we continue to bring up, but will never happen. So, Word. All right, finally, Chase, hockey name of the day. We can get this over. You can. Fi- Why did you make the font so small? You bad person. You I copied and pasted, and that's what happened. I was like, you know what? I like We're, we're, we're just done here. We're, we're moving on. All right, we have Mr. Yegors Fleischers. Yep, Yegors Fleischers, you know, more of a SH sound. But, I nailed it. Um. Uh, you know, you, you did okay. So Mr. Fleischers, he is a 2004 birth year, 19-year-old Latvian forward who playing some junior hockey in Sweden, putting up some good numbers, recently made the jump to the German three-league and play some pro hockey over there. I suspect this is going to be a guy who he kind of plays through the pro ranks in Europe, maybe a little bit of the lower pro ranks, but down the road, um, you know, maybe he can work his way up a little more. Hasn't really played anything internationally yet for Latvia. Down the road, maybe he does. But seems like a pretty solid hockey player overall. He's lived in Germany a lot of his life, played a couple years in Sweden. So we'll see where this hockey career kind of takes him. And I love me those Latvians. You know that. That's why you continue to put them in Hockey Name of the Day. I really appreciate that. 
Um, but Chase, always looking out for you, pal. We got to get out of here because you're stranded in darkness with your phone on E, just like you know, an, a, a a car fuel engine on E. Your your phone's on yep. E. You get it? Yes. Yeah. You know, I I I understood that one actually. So we got to get you out of here. So I'll let you hit them with an outro. So always like thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While you're at it, you can follow WNP on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. This WNP Sports Pod. Make sure you go to HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. Find all the podcast network there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Whatever you do, raise five stars, send your questions, comments, concerns. Do not forget to support our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>